The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. Welcome to the Haggerty Podcast Network. My name is Warren. I am Lane. Uh, Mark. And I'm Dante. You're joined by Dante. Yep, the homie. Low, low. <laughs> oh, on beer. What was that? He said, low, low. <laughs> Croaking. Yeah, hello, hello. Hello, hello. He goes, low, low. I thought I heard a low, low. Low, low. How like how that. far down on the rings are we in Dante's Inferno? In Dream Awesome. Wherever the glutton. Oh, glutton. glutton people that's actually are. Probably like, that's like a halfway down or something. Is it? Not too far. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get to the sodomite level. We're going to stay clear of that one. <laughs> yeah. We, that's, that's, that's true. Uh, by the way, welcome back, Art. Yeah, thanks. You know, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I, I did want to clear the air right away, okay. right off the bat, because oh, I listened geez. to our podcast yeah. on the way over here. <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. that I was missing, the T-shirt. So there was a lot of talk Ooh. about. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're listen, I was rebelling. I was rebelling. See, yeah, so, I said that. Uh, so right? I, I was the only one who was wearing that okay, shirt, okay. and it said. Uh, it was like let's all wear matching she- T-shirts. Said no one ever, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, said no man, no man ever. ever. And uh, but so you're it, being a um, what is that? Uh, like a touch of misogyny, like, maybe. Yeah, maybe like there's a little like, hey, what's a man? Yeah, uh, yeah. But, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know? But but it's but it's also um, it, it is it is cringeworthy as well as, yeah, as you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, but uh, I, it was more. I thought my guess, as you heard, was that all the guys had those. Which is like, me. you know, you're you're doing what you're doing while making, you know. It's yeah, a, for sure. Even yeah. worse, right? Totally. But uh, yeah, it was just me. It was a solo move, um, and uh, it was well received. I'm, I'm sure. And, uh, and and it was only worn one day for a family photo. Worn. Okay. 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 That's well, really, I was yeah. thinking that you were rebelling by wearing that shirt yeah. on your own. That was the move. The one thing though that I wasn't sure about was you posted a picture, or maybe your wife did, but you were wearing a tuxedo. Oh yeah, yeah. There's formal nights. There was a formal nights on cruises, but that's a joke, right? See, I thought that was a joke. I, right. We the only cruise I went on was a bachelor party. We wore tuxedo t-shirts to that. Well, because you were on Carnival Cruise. Yeah, lines. you were on like, <laughs> shit, like a joke. <laughs> wait, wait, one, but is it really like a thing? Like, oh, it's a full-on thing. Yeah, you go and eat at the fancy dinner at the and fancy you have restaurant, to, right? You have to dress, dress up. up. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's formal. You don't have to though. I think. I mean, it's really. Oh, what are they going to do? You have to if not you go, let you in. They're going to give they you COVID you and put you in your cabin. I mean, I thought yeah. they wouldn't let you in. It's like you know, yeah. like you go to. Re- I've been to restaurants where you have to wear a sport coat. Okay, but sport coat, but like around walking around, you can get away with it. But like, if you want to go to the nice restaurant, like it's formal that you have to just wear like a blazer. They can wear Georgie style. You, you'll almost feel out of place though, because you'll show up to those formal dinners and everyone's in tuxedos. But tuxedo maybe t-shirt, by the way. Oh no, like if you're if you're like above the carnival cruise level, then they get real, dude. It's serious. Yeah, they, they what, won't let you in. What if I wear a shirt that says I really <laughs> want to wear a tuxedo when I'm on a cruise? Said no person ever. Dude, may, they might let you pack in. Pack it. How about packing it? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. bring it. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, a whole bag. They might let you in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's nice to play the part, you know. There was a guy, I like to wear a tux. There was a guy super bummed on our cruise on our our group. He was like, oh, "Captain's dinner, guys, come on!" <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> like give me a fucking break. Yeah, that's awesome. So, oh, because yeah. you guys were doing the, the tuxedo yeah. shirts. He was I've never cool. worn a tux. Do you feel like a James Bond? Kinda, yeah, yeah. Right away. Did you feel like you had to like? Go and chase a diamond or do something crazy when you're in yeah, there. Like you I were kind of like looking like, at people and, with yeah. like x ray glasses on. Yeah. Was it nice though? Like the actual dinner? Yeah, it's nice. It was nice. Yeah, a nice full five course meal and everything. Uh, yeah. But I, I, um, what I did is I would jump off of like the second floor into the atrium and land Sick. on the marble. Like, and, like spider, like put your hands down when like, you sp- land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Kind of yeah. like Mission Impossible style. Yeah. Like he landed. Oh, you, you did know, that. That's it. But yeah. to do that, he has to wear a whole, you know, get up underneath. Oh, right, right. So, yeah. 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 It's just so you have the tux over it, and then you rip it off, and then you've got, like, your yep. fancy digs. Yep. 
yeah. fancy digs. Yeah, it's a you know, it's That's fine. It's say. a family thing. You know, it's an easy way to put it's a lot a of people together, thing, dude. You know, to on, not guys. have to move your luggage a lot and visit a lot of places at once. So, how did this um, rank on your cruise uh, portfolio? What are you into? About twenty now? About twenty. Yeah, it's not not my favorite. Okay. Not my favorite. Uh, a open, lot of a lot of um, open ocean. A lot of open ocean. Yeah, a lot of sea days. Four sea days each way, which is not great. So, um, but so they, that's what they call them, sea days. A sea day. Did yeah. you? So did this boat have like a wave pool? What did uh, it have? What were the amenities? Three swimming pools, boring swimming pools. Yeah. Anything else? And, and a bowling pools, alley, a movie golf, theater, mini golf, mini golf. Yes, mini golf. Movie theater. Movie theater. Climbing. What movies? Did you watch a movie? I did not watch movies. I was uh, mostly eating and swimming okay. and. Uh, Doing other things. Nice. Uh, a lot of trivia. We're, we're, we uh, oh, we got awesome. we did okay. We we were usually pretty good uh-huh. uh, as a team. We got uh, fourth place out of seventy five teams. Oh, um, and it's good. all humble brag. It's all yeah. it's all <laughs> that's what we call that cruise. Trivia. I mean, considering yeah. we've actually won some, that's actually not that good. Uh, um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh, even more one yeah. another humble brag. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have a good a good mix of people of all age groups. I mean, it's a small team, five people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, dog? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was were the Amelia Shooting Stars. Okay. Okay. My daughter's name. <laughs> We're doing it, folks. But I'm back. I'm happy to be on on land and driving. Mm-hmm. I really miss driving when I'm not driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when you're on vacation away from your own car, you know, like it's nice to get back in your car. Cars and, are cool for sure, noises. dude. Yeah. That's yeah. why you that's why you own cars. I I like to, yeah. Right? Like to, to do that. Otherwise, I mean, occasionally I like to just put them in a box and stare at them or uh, mm-hmm. air conditioned. Yep. Ideally, not drive them. Because yeah. uh, they appreciate, apparently. That's what I heard, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Markets and things. Yeah. Yeah. Bull markets. Well, this week we are talking about the Haggerty Bull Market, which came out for 2023. Um, have you guys looked at these in the past? Well, do Pay we have questions first, or what are we going to do? How are we going to well, do I think this? We should, let's yeah. do questions after. Yeah, let's dive into this. Yeah. I'm I curious. think we should just knock this out let's and uh, out. discuss it. Um, I've kind of been looking at these in the past, and... Uh, it's a very eclectic mix, you yeah. know, all budgets considered for sure. Um, some very expensive stuff in there, but um, what do you guys want to do? You want to just go down the list and kind of discuss as we Yeah, go yeah. Them? I mean, and if there's a, if I think as we go through them, think of like maybe one option that you would take on a rally that you would want as a rally car and then another one that you think is going to appreciate the most. Okay. You can do that? We could all pick the <laughs> exact same car. Yeah, we'll all pick the same exact cars. That's Will good. you? <laughs> we might. Probably. Nah, I might surprise you. Oh, come on. Yeah. You're, you're going Toyota truck? Well, on the rally? This, is, this is DWA's choice then, if that's the case, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Starting off the top, I had this uh, little note here from the website. Um, 1985 through 1993 Saab 900 Turbo. And I think Lane is the only one that has real experience with this car. Um, he likes Saab turbos. I love them. Loves them, folks. I love, love this chassis, this body, this like generation of 900. Yeah. They're great. Um, and they made them forever, basically. They made a lot of them, right? Yeah. Um, when's the last time you owned a Saab? Um, I never personally owned a Saab. What? I yeah. thought you had one for a little bit. Nope. I had, we had them in my family. Always. Oh, okay. So I would had, like. Your dad had this car, right? My dad, he, we never had an SPG. We had a couple 900s, um, like that's uh, what it is. Coupes, a 900 turbo. We had a 900 tur- turbo convertible. Yeah. Um, never had an SPG. The Neils had a couple SPGs. They came in some cool colors. There's a yellow, mm-hmm. I recall. Yellow with a gray cladding. That's a limited yeah. edition. I can't remember what the. That was like yeah. a. That was in cab form, I think. Was mm-hmm. right. that one? Mm-hmm. S- yeah. And the cabs weren't. The cabs weren't ugly. 
No, they they're good. Were no, they're well great. executed cab. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome. So they have really, they're really comfortable uh, cabins. They have that straight up and down windshield, and it's like, and wraps it wraps around. around. So you have this killer view of the road because your A pillar is actually like right next to you. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very, you know, arrow feelings, you know, like, yeah. uh, because they are, they're born from jets, obviously. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Although this is pre born for jets advertising. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. They have the con- they have a bunch of sob sobs known for quirks. So they have the center console key, right? Which Such instead a of silly idea, I mean, it makes sense. Like some of the stuff it has makes sense, right? Thing, it, it? it locks the transmission, so you can't steal the car rather than locking the steering wheel. Sure. Which, if you're looking at that, that's kind of a cool thing, right? And then your starter goes out, and you have to make quite a bit of work to get in there. It's what like, isn't it in an inconvenient spot for maintenance? Well, I know the engines no, are backwards, right? There's something weird about the backwards. Checking the ignition goes the, out? Or, I'm sorry, the ignition goes out. No, I, I believe it was a tough, it was it, it was a compromise. Like, it's not necessarily the easiest maintenance figure. Uh, it's not too bad because it's just right there in the I center. I think the real knock is that right there. liquid and junk gets into the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the tumbler. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you spill like a it's drink It's like where all like the crud goes in right next to a cup right there? there. Yeah, I mean, Yikes. I forget if there's a couple. I doubt it has cup holders because it's a car from nineteen eighty-five like, or whatever. Yeah, but, but just yeah. in general, like that's where all the crap. But they would goes. definitely have like gunk in them. And, Got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird um, choice, but yeah. But there's a bunch of stuff on that there car. Is, it's yeah. just like a very quirky car. And yeah. gen- just the configuration of the engine and trans and everything. Because yeah, it's like. The engine is longitudinally mounted backwards, right? And mm-hmm. it's got the transmission underneath it. Yes. It's got an angle, correct? And it's also very slanted. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're funky. a trip. So I'm sure some things are very easy to work on and some are horrible, right? Yeah. Like just based on Yeah, I on remember, that. I yeah. think clutches were like really easy. Mm. I want to say, I want to say my, like, it took like a, a couple hours to do a clutch or something. Dude, yeah, I've been doing wow. it for a while. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think there is some, definitely some weird packaging stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, but they they always felt like very solid cars, uh, and there's a there's like a a weirdness to the way they handle and drive and everything about them, which is a little Citroen in them. Yeah, for sure. And they ride really nice, and they handle well. They just handle different. Like mm. you drive them in a different way than you would. You know, it's almost like nine eleven ish, like an you know? Audi kind of like an Audi, like heavy. Yeah, trail but, but they feel a lot more like um, Audis feel. These feel a lot more like all the, almost like an electric car, almost like, uh, to me. I don't know why, but they feel like the weight is very low, mm. but it's obviously front wheel drive. Mm. And it oh. wasn't long, long ago that you were actually looking for these. Yeah. You had these on your radar I as did. a car. I mean, this is like a couple years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe like pre COVID. Yeah. But we were sending some of these back and forth mm-hmm. and uh, SPGs were really hard to find then. They were. And very and expensive when we did find them, and now yeah. they're down to their. They were expensive, and they needed a bunch of stuff. Exactly, and now it's like, man, a perfect SPG is like unobtainium, basically. Yeah. And these cars yep. in general, like we are lucky in Santa Cruz. There's two Saab shops mm-hmm. here in town, which I don't think there's many towns like that, right? Like, yeah. and how long are those going to survive? You know, I think yeah. one of them's probably on its last legs, and uh, parts yeah, are tough. Dante saw- actually just texted a little group thread we have today, and. He, because he saw the Pierce Automotive uh, 900 uh, Turbo with the hood off. You know yeah. that car? Yeah. Oh, man, that thing looked savage. I mean, it's been just, going around for years. Yeah. And Is it the red one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And it has no. like, no, well, no, it's it not was, the red it one. It was uh, the, the like graphite gray. Oh, okay. They, they had a red 9000 for they sale. Red all 9, the 9, years. They had a red yeah. 900 with a, and without a hood. And scoop it, on it or and whatever. It, yeah, and I think it, they, I think it, 
was putting out like 350 horsepower or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, their, their sobs are crazy. The 9,000 I actually I looked at, I'm like, is this a thing? I'm like, should I get Because it was actually pretty reasonably priced and it sat on Craigslist for a while. It was like nine know. or 10 grand. It was yeah. like ported and polished. It was and pretty beefed up. Everything yeah. done in house. Yeah. But they're super crazy. cool cars. And I mean, I can see, I think that's, that's kind of what, what I think is limited or hindered them from becoming more kind of like appreciated is the fact yeah. that there's la- the lack of like uh, Parts, maintenance options. Um, people and, to work and, on them. Yeah. And I think that's one of those things we'll, we can talk about a lot on this list. Like, um, but that's the reason why like companies like Mitsubishi um, are, har- are hard to have a collectible car, right? Yeah. A car that's really going to like yeah, do yeah, anything yeah. crazy. Um, and then <clears throat> you will have some like high-end supercars that, that do really well, even though they're hard to find parts. But that's because all supercars are hard and they're their specialness and their rarity like makes them rise above. Yeah. But I think on a, on a, you know, for a certain level, like if you're looking like a $50,000 collectible or a $30,000 collectible, if, if it's hard to find, like almost impossible to find parts or people to work on it, that's a kind of a, that's yeah, a hard. That's yeah. The other thing too, with these cars is it's the kind of the Volvo, uh, phenomenon where they were used hard. There were mm-hmm. cars that were like just, in the family forever and, and snow right new england snow. you got a lot Notorious, of way across the front and Notorious east coast cars pass, for sure. yeah. yeah pass through and then the com- company's been dead for a few years now like probably what 10 15 years yeah, now 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. but that and makes them collectible right they're collectible but then going back to like they're usually beat up rust wasn't always uh kind to them and then parts are hard to get right so. yeah and if saab was still a company you might have saab bringing back like 900 parts exactly and, and selling exactly. you know like re, you know kind of trying to keep the brand alive and yeah. And and with nostalgia, like BMW has a good is finally like bringing a lot more parts back. Porsche has been pretty good at BMW, that. Mercedes, Classic, Mercedes is doing a better job now, although they kind of failed for a while. Yeah, um, but you know, yeah. Mercedes been. But classic. I think with with something like this though, um, it might not be like a huge aggressive appreciation curve, but I feel like it's the type of person that might already have a bigger collection and they like, they appreciate this and they're willing to pay the premium and wait for those parts to come. Right. Because it's not a primary vehicle. So it can sit in the corner, it's seventh, eighth car and it's got all the coolness and that radness, right? Like that rad factor of like all these things that we're describing, right? Like the visibility, like the looks, the aesthetics, the weird turbos, like all that kind of fun stuff. Um, yeah, they're cool. SPGs are super rad too. I still haven't driven one. I think the biggest thing of all 900s is that like, Dude, there's no other car. You would never mistake a Saab 900 for any right. other car. Yeah, it's like so Saab 900. It's yeah. like so what it is, dude. And you get in that car, the dash is really cool. It's like flat. There's nothing to it. It's just like a flat dash with a shelf. Um, and the, the the way the door pockets are carved out, so you have this cool like area to put your arms. And the the crazy rear hatch and like fold down yep. seats. And fold down seats. Yeah, funky, tons of room. Funky. That spoiler coming off the rear looks kind of cool. I mean, shout out Jerry Seinfeld too. Oh yeah, let's yeah. not forget. Yeah. Super homie. Yeah. Super solid uh, factory kit on SPGs too. One of the my favorite factory kits of oh, yeah. any oh. car. And then like that tool kit, like, you mean not? No, no, I'm talking like body, like body kit. Oh, body yeah, kit. Like yeah, like talking about what a, what a manufacturer will do in-house and put out there. Too. I mean, yeah. I was like, shit, I'm that's got to be pretty dude. extensive. Tool yeah. kit was pretty good. It was These like guys. BMW style. Or Swedish gloves. Yeah. 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 Um, it, they say uh, a really nice one is 29,800. Mm. And uh, the low on a on a perfect 900 turbo with probably high mileage is. 14, and this is not SVG or this is just turbo. 900 turbo. Yeah, that's absurd. 14.6. I think that's a mileage thing, right? Like you have those yeah. outliers that are super low mileage. 
Uh, we we see them much cheaper than this, but they usually do have high mileage. And they're tattered. They can be tattered. I, uh, I think you're onto something with existing collectors because when you look at an entry collector car for someone like like me, when I look at a twenty or thirty thousand dollar car, if I can't get a valve cover gasket for under three hundred yeah. bucks or without you know really going online and like hustling, then it's out of my price range. I, it, it's, you can get a valve cover gasket. gaskets. I'm yes. just, I'm just, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you yeah, get yeah, those like mark, weird, yeah. quirky parts. I mean, yeah, even the Integra, maybe. I, like I, an alternator or something, right? I, I mean, from experience, yeah. in order to get like an OEM valve cover gasket for my Integra, it was like eighty bucks. Yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't calculate. Yeah, you're, looking, you're looking for like, especially impact items like radiators, stuff like that. Those start like drying up pretty quick so Dude, yeah and i am guessing yeah. this includes sbg just because turbo sbg is just like a it's got it it's for like 40, it's for, like m, you know it's grand. like an m3 comp as opposed for to an m3 was there 000, any, yeah. what, what was the difference between like a highest the highest upgraded 900 to an sbg was it just well, the body SBG kit is just like body kit and i think that's it maybe well, it's lower too right? it has suspension on yeah it. maybe so some sports suspension i don't think it had more power yeah. did it no so it's like a 190 sport line yeah, you yeah, can yeah, you like can that. get yeah. a one ninety. Probably had different seats. I I don't. I yeah. No, yeah. no different same, seats. Same seats. Huh? I think same seats. I think it's wheels? pretty much the same. I think uh, it had the three spoke yeah. wheels, so those were I think sp- Maybe specific to thing, yeah. the the. And SPG. they were like dished a little bit. Yeah, yeah, They're they were cool. nice. Those are good wheels. The only like I mean, probably the best three spokes ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right? They actually For look OEM, good, yeah. and so you'd be like, "Dude, those are actually like a good and three. Yeah. Yeah. The, the three spoke wheels get real unproportional when they yes. make a spoke too long. It's just like reminds me of like early two thousands, like you know, yeah. eclipse like or the something. Anteras. They have to oh, be chunky. The nineties. Yeah, they yeah. have to be chunky. Try spokes. Try spokes till you die, spokes. All right, nineteen ninety one through nineteen ninety eight Suzuki Cappuccino. I just yeah. had Rad. some coffee myself. Sick. Um, I've never liked these. Cars. I think they're <laughs> ugly. I think I they're really it. cool. I think yeah. they're cool in in theory, but they just need a, a body kit. I think they're a, so ugly. It's like an MR Spider where I'm just like, God, you guys were so close. I think they're like more like a little NB Miata. That's what they remind me of. But yeah. they don't look as good. They don't, they look, don't look as, as good, good. But I think they're cool. And and I think the technology is super rad. It's like a dual overhead cam. You know, a little three cylinder. And they're sure. turbo. And they're turbocharged. I like they, everything else about them. The, you know, the size and yeah. their overall profile. It's just that front end. I cannot get over that headlight. It looks like grill. a. You know what it looks like is um, what's the what's the car that was built on the Mustang chassis that we got in like the two thousands, the Roadster thing. On the Mustang chassis. Panos. It looks like a Panos. Oh, oh yeah, it does. it's kind of goofy Panos looking. Is uglier, and which though. is also <laughs> looks like a ND uh N, NC or, or NB. no NB, NB Miata, yeah. but like crappier. Yeah. And it looks a lot like that. Yeah, that's and funny because I don't like that look. I know. It is a very American looking it's not the proportions are just weird. Yeah. And um off. the rear is tough. That's like the, it's got that flat, like flat taillight weird look. Like the rear is the, the front's one. pretty tough, dude. Dude, I yeah. think it's pretty rad. I think definitely a body tough. kit helps, as you're saying. There's some yeah. pretty cool kits out there. Um, but I mean I like conceptually, like it's like super high revving, little tiny turbocharged engine that sounds cool. It's got great weight distribution. There's a huge aftermarket for them. And they weigh like fifteen hundred pounds. Like that's just yeah. like all fun yeah. stuff. Right? So, so it's like, AZ one or cappuccino. Oh man, because AZ one looks really cool. It does I think. look really and, cool, and yeah. that just like looks cool no matter what. Yeah. That is true. Those that have to true. be a little more expensive than a cappuccino. They are. They are. They yeah. are. Yeah. This is like up and coming. These have all been like low teens for a long yeah. time, and even like you can probably get for one for like nine grand, like an yeah. okay mm-hmm. shape. Um, but it's like I think it, there's room though, you know, like just for a quirky, weird little thing. Um, 
it's not my choice. I mean, if, if I were, I mean, even if, like if it was in that group, right? Like I think the AZ one takes the cake. It's this versus the beat versus the cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. Um, the AZ one's just so cool. It's I got the gold wings, the mid engine. AZ one, then, then beat. And yeah, then cappuccino, cappuccino for me, just based on aesthetics. I, I haven't yeah. driven them all. I feel like I've driven. Beat the beat. is non-turbo, right? It's NA, oh, yeah, and they're so, so gutless. And yeah. I feel like that would be annoying. I, whereas, like this is pretty tunable because it's turbocharged, so you mm -hmm. can actually get a little bit of oomph and make it fun. So whereas, like the beat is just like sixty-three horsepower yeah. out of the cappuccino. 15, Stock yeah. fifteen hundred and forty-three horse. Uh, fifteen hundred forty-three yeah. pounds, sixty-three horsepower. They little, all little are right around there. These they all are, these cars. There's one in Midtown, and it's. A pig. The things are ugly. Proportionally, the the cabin <laughs> yeah. is so tall. Yeah, yeah. It, like oh, they they put a person in it and they like it is like put a vacuum to it and suck the air out of it <laughs> and like fit it around a person. By the way, it's yeah. tough. Uh, it's a Targa convertible. That's right. So it's got you can keep, you can have the rear glass up or you can do a Targa thing only. You know, like where you take off the midsection or you remove all of it. Like you can have it be a. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. So it's pretty cool. Like that that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah, um, I just wish the the styling just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. So it's a hard one for me, but I understand that um, they only have like they can only go up, right? And value says, when you yeah. when you have something that's like eight or nine grand or whatever yeah. ten grand, it's like yeah. where of course it's gonna get it's gonna the low yeah. end of the scale here is four thousand dollars, and uh, the nicest one is twenty two thousand. That's probably like a you know zero mileage, no rust, perfect. Yeah, yeah. There was dude. There was a. Um, this is really I would encourage people to buy the nicest one they can. I mean, right now, especially right for that yeah. price point, it's yeah, like yeah. might as well, dude. I saw a green beat, uh, the teal, like my uh, old Civic Si, that's Aston Green, and it looks so fucking good. It was, it's in SoCal, and it's at one of these. Um, shit, I want to say it's like, is it a what is that? What is that one in San Diego? A really high end consignment place. Uh, symbolic. Symbolic. I think it was in there, <laughs> dude. And they wanted yeah. a lot of money for it, but you know, a beat beats cool looking it's really cool and they drive well they're just extremely slow and like uh but in that color i had never seen one it looked amazing and they wanted like 30 g's for it so not happening but jesus do, do you ever see do you ever see a cappuccino like really being worth 30 g's yeah i don't see why not yeah, yeah i think a, a really good example yeah and just like yeah, there's always like the rare models and the colors and all that Col kind of yeah. stuff dude and there. Uh, like perfect condition the, yeah. the the dollar per horsepower ratio is <laughs> yeah. on point at oh, 30k yeah. you can turn it up to 90 man just but also <laughs> for the few <laughs> if if like our enthusiast cars are you know which i i see them all going back to sense of occasion more than like power or performance right you and that's a lot like, of sense of occasion like dailies are all about performance now and they're so fast and yeah. you can't like chase that dragon anymore so yep. it's like what is the, your fun car going to do for you it's like top down turbocharged super tiny cute yeah i mean although i don't think they're that cute um because they're kind of ugly right. but, um, but other people size, but you know what i'm saying yeah, like sure. there's so many things there so yep. if your difference is like tw let's say like 10 for like um yeah a decent one yeah, or yeah. 22 for a perfect one try and scrape together that 22 and that's gonna you're gonna appreciate more with that one than you are with the cheap one. Right, You're going to be one of very few that are in perfect condition as opposed to like, you know, most of them are going to be in that lower category. But I think it's safe to say that all of these, no matter what cappuccino you get, 
is a safe place to put your money. Like, For I don't sure. think you're going to lose money on one of these K cars, especially yeah. like the three we mentioned. A lot of all, this stuff too, because it's just becoming importable yeah. right now. So like it's that you got to get in early, yeah. you know, like otherwise, you know, like my skyline is, I mean, it's common knowledge. You look around, it's appreciated like 20 grand since I bought it in March of last year. Which is it's so like, funny because like crazy. we've seen, we saw the R32 go through this same thing. So like right. anyone that wanted one, they could just look at it and be like, yeah, that's obviously going to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I was. That's why I was chomping at the bit. As soon as it was an option, like, dude, that guy, you got to jump on this stuff early. But I think it's because people were all pining for the R34. I think the fours, and <clears> they <throat> forgot about the three, dude. Right, and they the like kind of right? like were hating on it. And then, yeah, I think the three kind of was like this weird. It was in this weird spot. Yeah, and now sure. all of a sudden it's appreciated. Yeah, and no, and our thirty fours are already crazy money, even yeah. without being importable. And you know, there's that whole system where people are storing them. Overseas. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're in the them. final countdown right now. You're 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 out from first import. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Although we're already seeing them. Yeah, like yeah, in every Radwood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, nineteen sixty eight to nineteen seventy AMC AMX. This Ooh. one has me like. I'm kind of like weirded out by it. Weirded out. So this has a, there's some DWA roots here is that the car yeah. that Brian text or sent us to do lemons racing was a javelin. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that was a very strange choice, but um, it didn't come to fruition. We ended up with a 944, but um, it's, it had sold. Yeah. Yeah. And what do they have? Like a 305 or something? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. uh, it wasn't very expensive. What was it? Eight grand? Six grand, maybe the one we he sent us. Yeah, no, it was like five hundred <laughs> bucks, dude. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different car. I mean, that's later because it was right lemon style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought there was something about it. It might have been eight hundred, and we were trying to get it for five hundred or something right. like that, or or it was twelve hundred, and we were going to get it. We yeah, like, maybe we're that was hoping it. we can get it for five. Right. Dude, it's just yeah, it's it crazy right to there. think of this kind of shit. Like so, real on on a related note, like when Brian or uh, Brian. When uh, Ruben and I started the Lemons team for GoPro, we were looking for cars and we found a 928. It was an early 928, like an 80 or, or 79 BBS RS wheels, black on black manual. And it had like a leaking head gasket and the guy wanted 400 bucks with yeah. the wheels and we turned it down. We're like, dude, we just can't do the fucking head gasket. It's too much work. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was a nice car. Like it was yeah. totally straight garage kept. It was in, uh, out in the outer Richmond in San Francisco. The, the guy had had it since like the late eighties and he was just done. He was like, dude, I'm never use this car. And we yeah. turned it down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I bought wow. mine. I bought mine for $2,700 and it was like a good a car full records good car yeah with didn't you just say like they, they had spent like 1500 bucks on the ac or something more than that it was like <laughs> three grand dude and they rebuilt the tranny and you know it had every record since new yeah it was i bought off the second owner so yeah that's wild crazy so back to this work of art the amc amx um so this is the they claim it's the only two-seat muscle car ever made because the corvette doesn't count camaros don't count those well, are those seat. have a back seat oh so two seat yeah. two less than four well, yeah, um, but uh, half of them, right? They cut 12 inches out of a uh, javelin to make the AMX, and it was based on a Vignale show car. So mm. there's some elements there, like you look at it, and it kind of like if you squint, and it sort Dude, of has a little bit. They're kind of cool, but they're, they're super cool. cool. Like I, the one in the pictures tight. is hor that's a that's all the like color the worst and all color. That stuff. You don't like everything? that? No, for a 70, like that seems so. It doesn't bother me, but I think it's. I'd want cooler. like a dark green, metallic green, there's blues too. Yeah. That were really nice. I think they had a really good green. That yeah. doesn't bother me though. That. That's yeah. like kind of a root beery. I just love the stripes. How, the stripes, how tidy, like the, the, all of the. There's like very the, little detail, right? They're so tight. Like the bumpers are really close to the 
body. I really, I've always liked the way they looked. I love the tail light. Kind of like split bumper 70. Right. You and know, the like tail, the, the little cam tail kind of mm-hmm. looking thing. Yeah, and they're definitely really cool. Yeah, they're looking. not horrible. I just, uh, and I think they're kind of cool, but I, I question the, I don't understand why they're going up in value. Well, I think because. Is it because they were so low? And then that helps. And also because I think they're pretty rare. This, I mean, it's only a two year car. Yeah. And, uh, they're just, I don't think they sold well. They were like the fourth, uh, American option by a long shot. Like it was the big three. And then like AMC was like way down there. And this was their halo, like top of the line car. I mean, it, it just seems like with the right mods it would be kind of a fun driver's car too because it's it's got the short wheelbase and a big motor and like with a manual yeah. like i feel like it'd be it would be a fun car to drive right well, i mean like, uh canepa like whoops it up he's got one javelin oh it's yeah, a javelin. Which is the four, yeah, yeah the four-seater version yeah. of this so yeah. it's got the longer wheel it'd, it'd be a refreshing rest of mod take yeah yeah uh, you see i mean better than yeah right it's like that's probably why they're Going up in value, cooler like, than a Camaro or Mustang. Mustang right? Camaro Absolutely. stands out, right? And that's the thing. But yeah, it's. I yeah. I was surprised to see it on the list because it seems like that might have been a few years ago. But yeah. if it missed that bump and it's coming back around because of resto modding and like people that are putting money into the into these things, it's. I I don't mind it. I think I it's a cool I don't choice. Mind it either maybe it is like the the fact that it is so small and it's more like European esque in that way and yeah. the styling like you were talking about. So, um, yeah, maybe that has something to do with it, that, that it is, like, the least American, maybe. And yeah. it doesn't, it, it's not tied to the, the bow tie or it's the, a little the foreign, you know. It's a little yeah. exotic, mm-hmm. however you want to. It is, yeah. But also, I feel like it's, um, like, the tide has risen and fallen on the rest of it, and this is the last to do something. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. it's got to go somewhere, right? Like, it's just, it's limited production. There's only so many out there. So, like. It's yep. going to do something, right? Whereas you've had every single Dodge Dart do its thing, every single Mustang, every single Chevelle, all mm-hmm. that. Um, so it's almost like the end of I've the always line. liked darts, by the way. <laughs> darts Dude, are the darts early are cool. ones are so yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm a fan of the early Well, version. no, not the early, early, like 62 or whatever. No, not that early. But yep. yeah, the like the late 60s. Late 60s, yeah. yeah. Those scat are so packs right. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really cool. Little yeah. scat pack. Scat. Yeah. Um, $52,800 for the nicest one down to 13.5 for a entry level AMX. Pretty cool. That's cool. All right. Next one. 2004 to 2010 Mercedes SLR McLaren. Ooh, Lane's favorite. This is <laughs> a Gordon Murray car. That a was Gordon Murray reject. Compromise from the beginning and he had yep. to make concessions in order to Get it to production. They famously pulled the rug on him on that one, didn't they? I mean, it was just a battle the whole way. Yeah, like he wanted a mid-engine car, right? Yeah, yeah. and then they yeah. previewed it. Oh, and they wanted he wanted a lightweight car, and they're like, nah. and, that, and they're like, now nah, we want leather. And yeah. but it is mid-engine technically, Kinda, front midship. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Front, it's a. Uh, I mean, conceptually, I think it's interesting, right? It is very exotic, right? It's got a carbon fiber tub, and like it's all yes. that kind of cool stuff. It's exotic like, in its materials, but not in its like presentation. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think it's, it's got a lot of presence, sense. though. It's like very Batmobile. Like it's but got like it does, it, but it's not very. Uh, it like the you know it, it doesn't sound crazy. It the transmission is pedestrian at best. Um, the interior is straight up SL. It's it doesn't like it. You, the most ostentatious thing about it is like the the uh, the fact that it looks like you know Ace and Gary's. Penismobile. <laughs> yeah, it does. The one thing that's always bothered it's me about valid. these cars, and it's like not a big deal, is the taillights have the weirdest design element to it. it has this cool. strange, like almost like a Rector set bar in 
the smooth housing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like oh, it, I know. But you, you also don't like E46 LED taillights, right? Right. Yeah, so it's it got that same match, vibe. This doesn't match the overall It was flow. trying to be modern, which is putting... Trying to be like lights, mechanical yeah. in mm-hmm. some ways. Yeah. But uh, I, I've always liked these cars. I think they're... Yeah, badass. I know Lane's driven, so like it, it sounds like it doesn't live up to the. I mean, the, I talk to anyone that's driven one. I, they did really well around, around the Top Gear test track or whatever, yeah. like at full boil. But well, like, but it's like it's not. A, but the driving is part like how they you, have like, no the experience. They're like, like the steering is not good. The brakes suck. The, so the transmission's like, transmission's horrible. I mean, there's nothing like redeeming about I wouldn't the, say the transmission's horrible it's oh, just not it's like the clk block series yeah but not as good it's it's just a full gt with like exotic underpinnings so I, it's like it's like the baddest gt mercedes-benz yeah, could it build. has the thing it, it's like a what a five speed um so it, it does it has no like punchy like no it has none of that like rawness that you want from your supercar none of that yeah. like that quickness it's like very it's torque converted transmission it's very like I think we'd all agree that you would want a manual with this level of car, but if you already have the track weapon and then you want to drive this thing, you know, across the country, yeah, this would be a great car to do that. And Harry, uh, Harry's garage borrowed one for a trip all through Wales with his wife, and he said he like raved about it. He said it was great for that. The car has a stigma. By the way, the one he drove was like a modified one. It was just the McLaren MSO version, which had like some details, but like otherwise, it was underpinnings were the same, and it had like. Said it had great brakes and was super comfortable. It was the fully modified one by that company. That it's like re. It's it's the McLaren MSO. They they basically just like had a light late edition that they did some modifications to, but it wasn't like it was basically the same overall car. You know, it. it, I remember I was in high school when this car came out. So like all the magazines and all the the you know early shows were. It was this and the Carrera GT. It, It was the. It was dubbed like the. The like old man car. Yeah, it was like the it's old man G- supercar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's it's got a it's it's a different thing, right? Like it's not supposed. Well, I don't know if it was supposed to. That's the wrong word because it was supposed to be something else, but it didn't. You know, yeah. it was supposed to be a Gordon Murray esque thing, but it became this um, more of like Mercedes GT like high performance thing. It'll do two hundred miles an hour, or whatever. But it's like it does have presence, and I I like it for that. Um, I think that they are. Still, what what are they like? Two hundred fifty grand these days? Three hundred grand? I have no idea how much they go for. Yeah, so uh, two hundred is the bottom, and then up to four thirty for like a perfect mm. one. And I don't I know if how this much includes. Room. Yeah, does this include the uh, the one nine seven or the seven two two or yeah. the convertibles? But obviously, top of the line is going to be a seven two two cab, and they made over. 2000 2157. So have you driven one, Warren? I drove one in a parking lot. We so how do you one. know the transmission's good? Oh, just on reviews. Okay. People well, I've driven one it. around quite a bit. Um, so. And you just can't live with it? I, it just was not. It literally was like so boring to drive. I mean, I've driven a lot of SL600s which I, or a 65s, yeah. which I think are like, it's the same transmission, really. Yeah. And it t- does the job perfectly. But it's not like, in a supercar. It's yeah, so it, weird, it's, dude. See, that's funny. I don't even think of it as like a supercar. But it is. It was like. Because was, there's no there's no doubt we would all pick a Carrera GT. <laughs> like. From the period. I I think that, you know, you throw stuff in the water and it raises the ships or whatever. (laughs) That's where we're at with these because they were so cheap for so long and they still kind of are, right? If you're looking at like the bottom is 200K, yeah, obviously that's pretty like this will get you into a lot of places. Like Camisa put it perfectly in the article. He said it's it's a European Viper. And basically you sit back on the back on the rear axle. It's got a big, powerful motor, 
arcing exhaust right you know right outside your window it's it's a cool option so the um they do not include the 722 the 722 s sold for 1.5 or one of them sorry sold for 1.5 with with 1400 miles on it yeah and then there's a bunch that have sold and what there's probably only like 20 of those or something like that or less yeah i don't They're know very, very, yeah. uh so yeah 300 400 but an slr roadster i don't know that, that's a really cool option for i've only driven the roadster yeah by the way and we had one at our shop for like nine months so but you're not i mean you're not into penis and it was anyways, a, though, in and then it got a mansor it had and then it got a mansory body kit Ooh, and a, that's hot and uh and then it got a tune by a it full rentic tech build like uh. So like all all the shit it was sent to Florida after you had it or if you, you had when M- we had it oh, and then okay. it came back yeah you so, were at MA at the time yeah yeah okay. so it had all the Rentech stuff and then so it was Mansory body kit with all the Rentech so stuff. there's other stuff that's bothering you here I think you got it, no okay. no 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 I'm just <laughs> like I mean this is and then so but we had it the whole time when, like, oh it, you this, sent it out you got it back yeah all yeah that and you. then um it was just it it was one of those cars that was like. It didn't feel exotic enough. Like we had it in our garage for like nine months, and I walk by it every day, mm-hmm. and I'd have to walk by, you know. And it, would, it never was like, oh man, that thing is so sick. It feels. It never felt like that special having it. It, it just felt like having an, a nice SL sixty five or something, mm-hmm. like an AMG in our garage. But it, it didn't feel like anything more than that. Like it's in it. I have to move it all the time, and like you know, and be like, okay, I gotta get in this thing. You know, yeah. it was like it was. There was. It didn't have that. You didn't get those like fizzies. Dra- fizzies. You, but it, but it, you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, when you yeah, yeah. you start a Ferrari or something and it's like ah, comes to life and it sounds amazing or even a Lamborghini or you know yeah. all these things. This thing had none of that. And then you go to replace the battery and it's like a three hour job because you have to take everything well, apart. But you I know mean, what I'm, that's like you can't fault any car at this level for that. They're all like that. No, but I'm, my point is that it didn't give you all the other stuff and then it right. still had all the, the shortcomings of a supercar. I think the presence like Art's talking about, it just has a presence to it. And for some people that doesn't matter much and maybe it's I guess I'm factor. saying it lacked the presence though for is you what I'm did. saying because I'm, yeah. I think you park an SL65 AMG next to it I mean, I think the SL is a prettier car. Yeah. They didn't come in interesting colors either. They were black and gray. Silver, silver, silver. Because yeah. yeah. the Carrera had like a beautiful blue. And Dude, yeah. the first, yeah. one, the first cool time stuff. I saw one was uh, in San Francisco. It was brand new. And I ran across a Van Ness to see it. It was in front of the Opera House. Mm-hmm. And it was just parked there with the windows down. And that's not the greatest neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, dude, holy shit. And I, <laughs> I remember doing a full walk around. And I mean, it, you know when it was brand new that and it has a very bright silver too like in those wheels and it actually made an impression on me i, I like the wheels it, it was cool. a it's a cooling car but i mean as, yeah it's it's compared to what's out there and again we're talking about but, these cars that have been but there we are, we're comparing it to like career gt which is like one and a half million dollars now oh well, yeah exactly. so if you're looking at like though. that's the whole thing it's like it, it's like a cheap car for for what it, what is. it, is, it is right now for the technology in it and uh what you know the provenance i guess and if you're has. comparing lfa it was around the same time a little later yep. a couple years later right. but, but like around I, the same I would almost compare it to like a 177 in that it's a you know just a big gt looking thing you know uh career gt is on a whole different plane in fact they they keep referencing it in comparison to this car and the murcielago which we'll get to but since 2019 the career gt has doubled in value and these are like just barely starting the, to go up. Back then, Career GT and this were around the same yeah, price. Like hundred. No, seven, no, we're talking like three hundred grand. Three hundred grand. Yeah, nineteen. 
In, no, sorry. Back when I was, oh. when I had it, when oh, we yeah. had it. I'm so talking it was about like, just pre-COVID. It was like 12 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we had like Carrera GTs were like 280, 300. Yeah, yeah. These were right there, know, right there, yeah, 250 yeah. or something. And we like always, that. we've said since the get go that the Carrera GT was a great undervalued. Yeah. yeah. And so it has uh, risen a lot. And this still has a lot of room. So it I does. Think there's that. All right. Uh, 1984 to 1988 Toyota pickup 4x4 SR5. How are we feeling about the old Toyota pickup SR5? I'm surprised they have enough room. I do too. Dude, because I feel like they've already popped. I maybe feel like that's that was just, one of those. Maybe it's a, a Northern California thing that we've seen this trend. We were at the forefront of it, basically. Yeah. And uh, I think it's only gotten crazier uh, across the the nation and do you kind of think that we might even have it um we have they're easier to come by for us even and it's even more expensive and harder to come by like on the east coast or something yeah rare right the only problem is that here there's a way larger audience interested in them in this area we've been around them longer we're more familiar with them they're just like more commonplace but we actually have them we actually have them yeah but there's just so many people that are want them so it's interesting it's like they're they're more common, but there's also way more people that are interested in them. So I think if you're out in like, you know, if someone for whatever reason has one in Texas that in a little town that no one, you know, is really into Toyotas, you have a better chance of maybe scoring. It's just an old truck, yeah. Just an old truck. But that's the problem with these. It goes and back then to in that New soft. England, they don't even exist. No. Because yeah. these things rusted out after yeah, big but time. But they're popping up. Years. I mean, now that, you know, everything's, everything's sold on the web. I mean, especially yeah. on the auction Global sites. Market, like, it's really. like it's very obvious, you know, you have these crazy outliers now, especially like on VAT, right. Where they're like 50, 60 grand, you know? So, um, and that's definitely made a big impact. And so now everyone's scrambling, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I agree that they're, they're, they're already expensive. Right. I mean, but it's, it's crazy to think that they're going to go even higher than than where they are, but, uh, it's a very specific thing, right. It's like a, and it's a, it's an aesthetic thing. Everybody likes the way they look. Uh, and then there's also like the one right year that's got the, the, the stick axle up front instead of like IRS and yeah. like, and those are even more sought after. Um, so it's, I can see it becoming sort of like the FJ kind of thing. Like, you know how the, we had the, yeah, so yeah. Larry was shooting, what was it? The FJ company, yeah. like mm-hmm. that type of thing where people basically singerize these things and because they like the aesthetic and yes, they're capable, but you can put in the whatever swap in it and then just choose all your colors and materials and even more so the forerunners right i feel like that's where we're heading yeah. with these which is wild but um they sold uh 1.5 million of these trucks in north america so they were, they were a lot of them but they just didn't survive and they weren't really like cherished like the sob going back to the sobs and mm-hmm. Volvos. I mean, people put like five hundred thousand miles yeah. on them and then they multiple engines they burned them to the ground or whatever pretty, you know pretty much yeah, yeah. So, yeah, finding nice ones is rare. Um, finding, you know, non-rusty, perfect. And, and they mentioned, and I think that has a lot to do with it, too. There's been a few, like, really high sales, yeah. you know? So you have, like, the back of the future builds and stuff Those like that. Those are the ones, and, yeah. You it, know, $70,000 trucks and stuff, yeah. which definitely, like, sway the... That's you know, so crazy. What's happening? It, it's, like a, it's like a well-known meme now. I'd, I'd rather take marty's truck over doc's delorean it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. like oh. a thing like people are kind of shifting I've focus always, I've always have, yeah. <laughs> 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 i mean yeah it's like the delorean's good to look at but it's like known to be a horrible car right so. well, what's the sense of occasion like in one of those things the truck yeah they're I terrible just, oh you don't they're think they have trucks? good they have well, a sense of occasion though 
Not really. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, like my Mighty Max did that same level, but, but more if you have the all wheel, if you have the four wheel drive, and you have like kind of a little more. I mean, mm. imagine a perfect one. But I'm trying yeah, to think of like, okay, like same. if it's the perfect Mighty Max with a lift, and all you're, not, the you're not looking identical. back at your yeah. Mighty Max. You're looking back at. No, the I was looking back at my Mighty Max. Stop, all these Stop. Time. dude. I don't know, yeah. man. I think you got a point. Warren. It's the same thing because it's kind of like like that pristine Ram that comes to our shows, yes. right? And it's like you put a lift kit on that with a manual, like it's pretty similar, right? Like identical. It's like, it's like just like the thin A pillars. Okay, good I would say no, but if like I would say a Nissan four x four with some cool like stripe package would definitely be on par with that. Or well, that being said, though, but then, I'm not saying that that isn't a bad thing. I think that also has sensification. Like, I think it's, yeah. I'm not saying it's, I think the Mighty Max, because we've talked about it, like, you know, it's got short gearing and you're going through the gears and it doesn't have a lot of power, but you got that super 80 square dash and you got the visibility and like you can maybe with the lift kit, you kind of climb into it a little bit. I, like, think, yeah. this I think it's cool. Is, I think this is all about your perception of the experience because once you're in it driving it, it's it not, sucks. It's, yeah. it's I, sucks. It's but truck, looking right? back at it, or just that theory, like okay, it's got, um, it's super reliable, which isn't actually true, and uh, it can go anywhere. Not really, but uh, it also is uh, really fuel efficient compared not to really, not, really. Really. <laughs> not really. Uh, it's fun to drive. Easy to work no. on. Uh, nah, I think it's, it's mostly yeah. an aesthetic thing, right? I think it's, it's like, an aesthetic yeah, thing, and it's it, it's the uh, it's, a, it's, it's the van a, life phenomenon where you have this in your mind of like, I just need to get that truck, and then I'm going to be able. to I will say that. Parts are still yes, available that's as opposed to like a Mighty Max way or a better. Nissan way, or, way better. Isuzu, or even a Nissan hard body or something. Zuzu, Mitsubishi, all nostalgia. those parts are hard. Yeah. But, it's, but it's, it's all nostalgia. nostalgia. And, yeah. and and people like the way they look. They look rad. This it one has the graphics cool. package with the, totally. the, the stripes on the side. More graphics, the better. And that goes for the next generation, which is the more rounded off. And yep. really, if you're looking at future collectibles, it's first gen Tundra is where you want to be. Maybe a special Iron edition. Stewart, maybe? maybe a special edition. Maybe Iron Man, Iron Suit, something like that. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, they all kind of suck to drive. You're right. Um, but I do think the old ones with the squared off dash and stuff, maybe that is a nostalgia thing. It though. is a nostalgia it's like, thing. I would rather be in that than like a 90s Tacoma, yes. like a late 90s Tacoma. I agree with you. Where they both suck yeah. and they're both like awful. Don't drive them in the rain because they. I think horrible. the sweet spot is between the Tacoma and this, which is the more rounded off pickup. Like the, oh, those, like, those an, are nice. like an 89 yeah. through 95. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, yeah. 94. Have a very, yeah, yeah. Those, I'm, they have graphics. They had a more rounded dash, but it was still yeah. super simple. They I actually like, drove better. Uh, but I mean, I, I think interior. they're all cool. I, I, I actually really like the late 70s, early 80s ones with the round those headlights. Those are cool. With the, like, oh, the slight with the dip. The, I love oh, that. So then you're back to carburetors. I mean, but you can swap it out. 30 minutes. I mean, that that would be a cool retro retro. What is it called? Retro, <laughs> Resto, 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 Resto mod. What are we yeah. calling it? Resto mod that right? thing. Would be sick. But then yeah. you're, yeah. but then you're stuck having to smog a '79 car. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's not. This is a different thing, right? Where it's like you, you, you take all the. It's not about the comfort. It's not about the handling. It's just about like the experience overall of just like this old truck, right? And like. And it it's a looks tool. super rad, and you, you know, like, and it is about parking out in front of the coffee shop while you're having your coffee and checking it out, yeah, you know, because yeah. it's fucking cool. But that's yeah. what you're kind of talking about, like sense of occasion, right? So that it's like that. how much, like how much enjoyment you get driving it to the coffee shop. None. Maybe I think quite a bit. It's arm I on think the you fucking a little sill, bit. dude. A little bit, like but not compared to if it's like perfect condition and you're, you're not done. Nah, on I it. think I think that wears off. I think the sense of occasion nah. comes from from looking at the car and having everyone walk by and say that's yeah, I think that's that, a wrap. But, but, but these look great. Yeah, they look it. good. It's the, but, it's yeah. the looks. But I think yeah. in, in between your your garage and the coffee shop, yeah. you're just 
No, but that. that's what you're doing. You're going to the coffee shop. You're parking it out front. Maybe you're looking with two at wheels it. on the curb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. I mean, just, I think yeah. also that it's. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know shit about off roading, but I mean, just like I think like the challenge is maybe a thing too, right? Like because it's not as capable, so people like to do that. Yeah, right? but like if it's, it's like, super clean now, it's like you're proving like, that you, really you can do go? it with this old rig when people are showing up yeah. and fancy stuff. Live axles rule, bro. Live axles. But then, yeah, sixty six hundred dollars up to thirty four thousand eight hundred for a perfect nineteen eighty four through eighty eight with a bunch up. of outliers. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's going to be twenty so ish, basically, obviously, for like a decent driver now. But there's also been cars that sold for seventy and yeah, perfect whatever. restorations. Yeah, they'll go for forty, fifty, easy. So, so right. they're kind of throwing out the bottom and the top. Right. Moving on, two thousand one to twenty ten. Lamborghini Murcielago. Dude, these have done or a lot. These have like gone way up already. Yeah. So but I'm a, I, I, I'm a big fan of these. I've never, I've, I've been quietly, I think we've talked about it before a little bit. I think they're super rad and they've been pretty quiet, especially a manual V12. Cool, yeah. I think they're pretty timeless. Like, I mean, they're, they're obviously very 2000s, but they didn't go crazy with the design. They're pretty simple. They got the polygonal kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And like those little bat wings are super cool. And yeah. manual V12 mid-engine it's, that sounds incredible it's quite a package it's yeah. just a it's a big it's, dump it's truck a, it's a lifestyle choice too you're mm-hmm. you're definitely got to be i don't ready know about mercies though i think it's gone beyond that because it the used person, to be it used to be it was no. like an aventador i feel but the aventador people are now in aventadors right no i so get like that but i think on. to the to the lay person yeah. when this car drives oh, by yeah. it is the yeah. most ostentatious yeah loud oh for you, sure you got a thing. lamborghini mercy but also, yeah, that's but a wrap actually, Your old bitch, she's so thirsty. <laughs> exactly. If you actually look at the design, it's pretty constrained. I like it. I totally feel that yeah, way yeah. now, looking back at it, especially compared to Inventador. Yeah. And basically everything that's come after it, it's very subdued. Yeah. In some ways, but we're still talking about a you know V12. And it's yeah. huge. It has huge. a lot of presence, right? Yeah. A lot yeah. of presence. But I yeah. think it's it's definitely like if if you don't give a shit about that, like if it's just about you, right, and about having an experience with a car, like I think. In a vacuum, yeah, they're super rad. But I agree, like, of course, you're gonna you go, yeah. you can't go down driving down no, Los no. Gatos, like you know, like downtown. Everyone's like, this no, is Santa Cruz or whatever. Yeah. Like, they would just burn you at the stake. Yeah, like, but it's uh, it's they're super cool cars, and I think they deserve to to appreciate. Um, you and know, this I is think, like the last of the pre Audi cars. Yep, basically pre Volkswagen badge group. No, this is this, this is, is a first gen 2001. First so gen 2001. This is like pre them like being fully involved like oh, Gallardo. Actually, like yeah. this has the V12. Well, um, this one they're talking about uh the LP640 involved. and they were fully involved. Yeah, because LP640 is way late. Yeah, but that's what this 2001 is. they came out. It's 2001 through yeah. 2010. But but Audi bought Volkswagen or Audi bought Lamborghini in 99. Right, and they didn't, the they Diablo didn't, VT was a right. and, and Audi. Audi didn't become like really that yeah. the first car that they de- fully developed mm-hmm. was the Gallardo. Yeah. So this is pre that. So they right. had already had this thing like being developed involved, and everything. Yeah. So yeah. if you go in this car, like you pull apart the interior of this thing, it's very like handmade, very, yeah. very old school, like Lamborghini. But I thought this did have some of the drivetrain uh, Audi, Audi bits. In like a, what? LP640. It has V12. Cooling system stuff? No, I thought something about it was uh, already Audi audi inspired maybe the second facelift mercy logo I mean, sure yeah the 640 mm-hmm. would be yeah 
Yeah. Well, that's what this one. There, this one features the 640, but well, I can't remember it says the, 2001 through 2000. The whole range. Yeah, right? it's a whole yeah. range. So 640. But they were very range. like they were just very bespoke. Like they they didn't have like a a real. They had an FVD. It's called a steering. Like the steering wheel is just the a brand classic, FVD. It's a th- that three spoke. It's yeah. like the classic three spoke that every um, car company. Aston did it. Um, roof. Uh, Roof, like yeah. every car company that wasn't a real car company would buy these FVD wheels yeah. and they're literally the same on all the cars. And it just had a lot of bits like that. And like the way, like I've taken, cause I've taken these interiors apart and stuff. And like the way the dashes went together was like exposed screws and stuff. You know, there's a lot more of that kind of stuff. It's very kit car-esque yeah. in yeah. some ways, right? Yeah, 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 that, yeah. And with the interior Where stuff, when Gallardo came along, it was like, oh, this is like a real car. Mm. Like this is like a real freaking car, Germanic yeah. car, yeah, yeah. So, uh, which makes them kind of cool, yeah, but also makes them kind of crap. Yeah, they're I'm, shitty. For I'm sure. I'm curious though because that era for VW wasn't the greatest interior ever. I mean, in terms of like fire retardant and like other materials that were coming off panels and and like headliners. But the biggest thing was if VW Audi did touch that car, when did they touch it? Because they could smell like crayons. I don't like. I don't I want like my supercar smelling like a crayon. Uh, I think you're a little. That's a little early. The oh, crayon stuff. Oh five, was the last crayon year. I had an 05 GLI, and that oh, boy smelled like crayon. Crayon, Crayolas, baby. So Mark Four. Yeah, Mark Fours. So that was 05. Was the I've final never Mark experienced IV. a crayon thing. I've just heard it. I've heard Farah talk it, about. If you've it had an outdoor part car in a in a warm climate. It smells like crayons. But I like, like, but, I like but Mark IVs are known for the interior was like raise yeah. the game, right? Like yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. switch gear and all that stuff. For sure. So. Yeah, B five same era. You yeah, know, all like, the the buttons had the nice click, mm-hmm. and the yeah. the they were the the handles had the nice smooth Slow. back. Yeah. And they were like no one else had done that. Yet. Yeah. So, so uh, less than twenty five manual LP six forties came That's here. Crazy. Wow. So very well, rare car. Are make money for sure. And. Um, Values one hundred ninety one thousand dollars up to three eighty two, and I have to imagine that's for an LP six forty manual. But um, that's a rad car. I mean, V twelve yeah. strapped to your back, manual transmission, crazy sounds. It's it's the epitome of sensification, right? Like it's that's what we talk about. Pretty like high up there, yeah. although it's heavy and bigger than you might want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a tight, twisty mountain road car, but it's like. So then that's like the sensification thing. Like, do you get more sensification out of an Elise or a Murcielago? Oh, Mercy, because you can just put it in first gear and then just. I'd say Mercy, rah, dude. It gets a red line. I mean, I know, off. I know that, but I'm just saying you're not feeling as much through it. It's uh, definitely it's not a bigger, bigger. Yeah, boy. I mean, but at least is extreme, right? I mean, that's yeah. like the raw. They are. Have you guys driven them? No, no, I still haven't driven. Okay, them. I've driv- I've I've never driven them with like speed or anything, but yeah. I've driven around the neighborhood and stuff. Um, very like, they like they're very dump truck like. Oh, but visibility is horrible, right? Visibility is horrible, yeah. and they're very like, they just feel very heavy. It's a big, and like they have a car. little tiny steering wheel, that FVD wheel, and they're just they feel very like, and they're very like um, you know how the nine twenty eight feels kind of, mm-hmm. it has that like. St- that shifter is like really stiff. Oh, and everything. Okay, if yeah. it kind of has that, like all the controls are pretty like, mm. you know, you have it's to almost muscly kind of yeah, muscle. Yeah. Car, it's yeah. very muscle but car. I, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It, that's all sensification in yeah. a different way. Right. Also. And like, I think like maybe at speed that all kind of comes together in For a different sure. way. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, I remember, um, uh, in the early two thousands, uh, when top gear did a head to head with, a. Mitsubishi Evo versus this on track. And uh, I think the Stig was in the Evo and like 
Clarkson or someone or May was in the 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 Mercy and the Evo actually ended up winning like on the track like it, it passed them and it was like oh you know you don't need to have a supercar to get to blah blah but I mean yeah, it's yeah. like that's not the point right I feel like mm-hmm. with a car like this it's like there's a lot of theater with like the mechanicals mm-hmm. and like all the other things and, and aesthetically obviously the way it looks and all that yeah um but yeah I mean it, that that makes a lot of sense I mean it's definitely last of or not last of, I mean, there's some that came came after, but it's like it's the a rare opposite breed. of like a 355 or 360, you know, something like oh, that, which where is it's like more like delicate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right. So a sense of occasion, right? It's like, yeah, where does different kind of in? sense of occasion. Yeah. I kind of see like a, like a 993 counterpart because they, it's going to get taken over by VW Audi group. You're going to have an entire like insulated car in the next generation. You, you kind of have like a last of the takeover oh, like water, water cool. cool yeah cool. just like an era change you know just in terms of its definitely. acquisition by it is definitely that yeah yeah, yeah. definitely and you then diablo is even further on that spectrum of just this raw yeah. special bulldog. and this one is probably in a good place though where like they were trying to make a better car like mm-hmm. vw did come in to make this car a little better and, and they made it a little more reliable <laughs> and all that stuff where the diablos are like tough kind of yeah. um and then event doors are you know really good but they don't have like the theater yeah so value wise i mean this still it does feel especially if you get an lp640 manual that there's a lot of room Aren't, there what was the value of these three nine uh 382 was the top i feel like i've seen them at like 700 or something maybe i mean yeah the manuals have to be a very rare yeah. thing all right next up <clears throat> 2003 to 2008 nissan 350z thoughts been waiting on this to happen yeah for I a mean, long time there's there's a lot dude it's straight yeah. up it's like young people owned them they thrashed them they destroyed them they modded them try and find one that's not modded that car that low mileage garage queen that's owned by some boomer you is don't gonna think be, there's there's a lot of those though don't you think i don't think there's so. enough to where there there's enough that you can find them but they're gonna be worth a lot of money now i guess so that's what's happening. and that's what's happening like yeah. like they're just and there's a drift tax now like there, a lot of them are being killed off because they're being built into drift cars. This is the one car on the list where I have like zero interest in. And, at but all. when you look at it as like a performance bargain, right? Like they were, you could pick them up for what six grand all day long for a while, yeah. a minute there. Three hundred horsepower manual transmission, yeah, yeah. like rear wheel drive. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I get it on paper for yeah. sure, but sound like shit. We've actually. It was funny. I was thinking about look this. like shit. We, yeah, we we've awful never, visibility. Never like the way they look. Never had one on a rally. Which no. is such a weird thing to me because because of everything you just stated. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're easy to get. They're super. Yeah, you know, three hundred horsepower, horsepower rear wheel drive, manual. You it's know, a nine nine six basically. Nissans are yeah. like very popular. It's, it's a it's the it's a personality thing. I think it's also it's the type of person that would yeah. normally buy. Like, we don't have, have anyone on our rallies that has frosted tips. But we but yeah. we also have people yeah, bring yeah, I'm Mustangs. Looking at Dante oh, right now, dude. I'm like uh, shit, does he? Puka uh, shells or looking at very frosty. I think um it makes sense. Yeah, like everything Elaine's saying. You know, it's like it's. It's the 240SX situation all over again, right? It's the 240SX was an option for people to build these, the drift car, the track car for cheap. And now those are impossible. Those are completely gone. Like, you know, it's impossible to see it. You never, ever see a clean stock one. And if you do, they're money. And now it's jumping to this. You know, this is a better platform. It's the same concept. You know, you can do, there's a huge aftermarket. It's not our crowd, but it makes sense, right? Like, and that's a point, too. Huge aftermarket. Yeah. Crazy. EQ everything. Huge support, like easy, pretty easy to find parts, cheap to find parts. But yeah. have you have you looked at the spec sheet? It's like the the 
worst blind date ever. It's like everything nails it, and then you look at it, yeah, and you're yeah. like, you open the door, like, oh, whoa, you mean looking dude. at it, dude, the yeah, specs are amazing on it. I know, man. You have that that little cover for the radio. Oh, that's all God, like the plastic fake aluminum. There. Have you seen the rear seat? They have <laughs> yeah. a sub in the rear seat with a big Z on it so and these bad. big fake metal. But I've like, never God, it's ever liked them, dude. I can't believe people think they're cool. I think a 370 is uh, is is an improvement, and yeah. I was surprised that they were lighter. Yeah. And a 370 Nismo is actually super rad looking. Uh, it's basically the same car, really. I mean, in terms of, but it is it was, a little bit lighter. It was yeah. uh, seam welded. Nismo. Yeah, those are rad. Go, I mean, Nismos actually, are the closest I, I thing to Type cool, R. Man. Well, I mean, the new Z is the same car too. So. Yeah, I know. Right? Well, the, the, the 370 Nismo was was like given the Type R treatment, fully done, built motor at Nismo. They sent the bodies over to Nismo. They put it together on their line, and then. Um, I believe that car got undercut because the brakes were garbage. I think they, they changed went. everything but the brakes. And then on like the third test lap, the thing was on fire wow, and nice. it, it kind of ruined the, the 370 Nismo. But those are, there's one works across the street from me uh, over in Fremont and it's a good looking car. I they're, don't I mind really it with cool. the full kit on it. It's, it's obnoxious. It's got yeah. a huge spoiler. The rear end's got a crazy cut in it. I don't mind it. It doesn't look too bad. It's a cool diffuser. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're cool. Mm. 16,000, $16,400 up to $55,000. $16,000. Wow. Wow. 55 is unreal. But they're like, they're like, they're, I swear you can find them for nine grand. I'm sure you can, long. but this is probably one that's actually like, like not decent. modified. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, it's uh, it's probably like a, a, a decent car with, with, with some miles. Original on it. paint, but high mileage. Yeah. yeah. Z, Z car garage. Robert Z car um, really likes them. He sees a lot of them in there. He well, says yeah, I mean, I've heard, cars. yeah, I've never driven a 350. I've driven a 370, but like everyone yeah. says that. You I've know, never driven a 370. I've driven 350s. Yeah. How, how's your, what's your driving experience? I, I did did were, you push I, it? I did, I, yeah, I took it in the mountains. Um, we had them at a Subaru. We had a, a we've had a, we had a coupe and a cab. Um, at different times for sale, like used cars. Yeah. So I would every time we got a car, I would take it like on a little test loop. Yeah. Uh, they had no impact on me, but like zero sound. impact. How about that sound though? That huh? sound was horrible. Ah. And I remember the convertible had the worst vision, like out, like I had the worst vision out of, of any car. I've yeah, ever terrible visibility. Yeah. Dude, I um, uh, my favorite meme of all time, my favorite car meme by Geo Baz. Shout out to Geo Baz. Wow, one of my what is happening followers. right now? Uh, is, is, <laughs> is, uh, is, um, you know Geo Baz? Shout out to I don't Geo Baz. I'm surprised you know no Geo Baz. No one knows Geo Baz. Dude, you're, you're young enough where you should like it. Uh, but it's, it. it's, it's, uh, a, it's a punishment. Young. It's a punishment. And so you're, it's basically an hour at a VQ meet. And it's uh, like, and it's this no. little meme and it's, it's a, it's, and the sounds are uh, fucking incredible. Shout I have to play out to Geo Baz. Wait, what about the uh, trombone? Wasn't that a VQ? Oh, yeah. no, that's a uh, Skyline. Skyline. That's oh. R35. They, okay. they said it's trumpets. They call the VQ like the trumpet. It's They're so fucking yeah. horrible. The worst. You, yeah. Apparently there's a, there's an exhaust mod that makes it sound good, but that's, I don't yeah, know. I've never heard of it. Uh, I haven't heard of it. Equal length header. They've got it mean. like it's an equal length two to yeah, one yeah. to two. some crazy Seven, stuff. $7,000. Yep. Uh, we're going to skip the Harley knucklehead unless no, you guys no, have anything wait, to say. Wait, wait, wait. It's pretty. How oh, is that going? That's crazy. It's going up. I would think it would be like some, you know, at least some like hipster bike, like a Norton or a Triumph. Or, the or a little like Honda or, Trail. Yeah, or even, or, or maybe yeah. Those, like maybe those are going up too, but they just decided to throw this one in here. How about a little, what's that thing? Yeah. All he has? Cub. Or a oh, right. Honda Cub. Yeah. Those are money. No, it's a 1936 through 47 Harley Knucklehead. That's, it's cool to look $143,000. I don't get it. Down to 46. It's like the first oh. Harley. They've always been collecting. No, but why? It's no, no, it's not the first Harley at all. But why are they going up in value? They've, they Some just things always have. No, tough but, to explain. No, but this is like the whole thing. It's like the boomer. That's a. 
this is like a boomer it's an era, era thing. thing. It's a generational yeah. shift. It's a that cafe we're racer. About. That that that's is not no a cafe racer. It though. looks it looks like a cafe. No, no it does not. It does not. It looks like a vintage bike. It looks like a vintage bike. Cafe racer is not even vintage. It looks antique. It looks antique. That's not cafe, dude. Yeah, it's like an old Harley, dude. Yeah, I think it's really cool looking. I mean, I I, I dude, think you're rad at flipping pages. That is right? sick. Just like, it is just sorry. Okay. All right, one hundred forty-two thousand dollars though, <laughs> dude. I think it's it's pretty to look. I don't know shit about motorcycles, but I think it's a it's like an as an art piece. I think it's pretty. Yeah. Like it's well, a cool absolutely, thing. and that's kind of goes back to the. Yeah. Um, is that the thing? Because I mean, it's not something you really ride. Dude. He also said that it was prior to motorcycles having standard. Um, uh, levers and pedals yeah, yeah so you have to actually learn yeah, how to it's ride all it effed up it's like a model model a oh, it's or like whatever. Your, like your or model t sorry all right 1992 to 2006 am general hummer h1 this is crazy this is kind of crazy is it just because they got so cheap because no one like dude hummers or are, did they get cheap or? They're, they're not super cheap um they never really got cheap even like High mileage ones and beat up and this is a H one right H one those are I mean I've driven two of them garbage I drove, I've driven one I drove one uh, our friend had one he bought it to go gold mining oh I, yeah the, with the, the kit up top <laughs> yeah gnarly dude. the last one I drove was an Alpha which is the last of the last and it had that huge cage over the front end and like updated interior and all this stuff um, updated interior yeah it was like borderline terrifying on public streets it's pretty wide and hard to see and just it's a very cumbersome vehicle to drive hey you know what's as wide <laughs> yeah the new hummer <laughs> yeah. but uh it feels wide because you're so far from the other side of the car like the new one they have crash you know like a lot of space between you and the door yeah, yeah. this is like you're at the very edge and you have that big old tunnel between you because huge. everything is up in the chassis and uh but then i'll, I'll say this and i can see the appeal like really high sense of occasion you're it just feels like you're in something weird and special i mean it's a military and, vehicle and everyone's looking at you yeah, so yeah. that's that's one thing if you're into that do people still look at you now like when i see an each one am i like am i really looking at I, I it stands out to me yeah. like immediately but i mean i think it's it's something where if you if you have that property with the ranch and with the bullshit, like, you know, I feel like, don't, don't you want that car out you, there? You do, no. but how many people are actually using it for that? But, but I do mean, you want it on the ranch or do you want something that's like open top and kind of like littler that you can motor I around? I think that these are very capable. Well, they're insanely capable, right? Like they insanely have insanely off capable. Like yeah. they have like uh, something like they're the approach into par triangles yes. are crazy and they can go up a fucking like straight up. Ground clearance is crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like all that stuff, right? Like portal axles and all yeah, that. Yeah. I feel is like there, I'd want something trail rated. Yeah. <laughs> You want a Silverado? Is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I see the appeal, and in, 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 as you're saying, like I think that there's the sense of occasion. Definitely a car that I would never want to own. I feel like I would be super embarrassed. But is that a good seen. sense of occasion, or is it just like, man, this drama really sucks? Oh no, it's not for it's not for us. Like this crowd, for yeah. sure, is not who they're after. But I mean, everyone, you, you have you a mullet, kind of. I don't know. But anyone that you see in a truck out there with like wheels and a lift and like lights and all that stuff it's like they're kind of into these so this yeah. is sort of like a different thing and they're pretty rare how much they didn't do they make a ton for? of them 44 grand's the bottom up to hundred and forty six thousand dollars, and that's for that late alpha 2006 mm. h1 um it's like driving a tank almost right like it's isn't very that kind of the vibe? close to a tank from what i remember too they didn't change i don't think they changed any of the suspension work from when there was it was like no. military graded yeah, yeah. so the ride it comes out of the box just absolutely like suit like yeah, at the yeah. end and of they the shop. rattle and yeah my friends had a uh, vcr in it it was pretty sick oh, that's yeah. pretty sweet so i drove a 
Tom had one and it was the uh, like truck bed style, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, and then the, the alpha I drove was the big wagon. That's the one I drove had was the wagon style. Wagon style, yeah. All right, last one. Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry, two more. 2001 to 2004 Corvette Z06. We've talked about these in the past. We've driven these. This is a C5? C5. C6. Right, can you tell me pricing C5. right now first yeah. before we get into it? 13.6 up to 50 grand. 50 grand? It makes sense that they go up yeah. just because they were like 13 to, to it, 20 forever. forever. Yeah. Yeah. 17 yeah. grand got you like a nice low mileage, yeah. like yeah. well-kept example. That one I drove for Danny's. I, yeah. drove it for, I had it for a few days, and it was like, I think he got it for like 18 yeah. or something. And They've it was like 20-something thousand miles I know. and super clean. So I could see like a really low mileage, cool color example being a really good buy. I think this is Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Potential. I think it, they're horrible for our roads, like, you know, for our narrow roads. Yeah. Hashtag our narrow roads. But I think like... For, you know, you live in the Midwest, go to the track once in a while, like it makes a lot of sense. A lot of performance uh, and they're very tunable. There's a ton of aftermarket, you know, a ton of grip, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you like them aesthetically, that's another bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> for me, but um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They've been, like they've crayon been, interiors. Crayon interiors. The yeah. seats, probably the worst seats ever. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. They don't horrible. grip at all. C six aren't much better. It's been on a yeah. been one on a rally, right? Yeah. Uh, wait, was no, there? that was an FRC. Oh no, no, there was there was one on a rally. It, Jason Camis. No, I, no, sorry. it wasn't an it wasn't a Z six. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was just an FRC. I believe there was a white a white Z six. Yeah, oh, it was shit. Connor. Oh right, it was because Jason it was. Connor. I remember he would tell everyone yeah, how yeah. it was yeah. one of twenty or whatever. Yeah. You're right, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Totally it was Grand Prix. I don't know what was the white. Right, it was rad. I think it had. Yeah, it definitely had a bit of a spatial issue on some of those backgrounds. The slowest guys out there. Yeah, the, the B roads are pretty tied out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Connor had it. I, totally I do. About that. I don't mind the way they look. Uh, I mean, a white one. I mean, and the wheels were cool. Like stock wheels. Yeah, are wheels cool are cool. They're like five spoke double spokes or something. Yep, they're maybe? staggered too, like front to like yeah. diameter, which is oh nineteens in the rear and and I like the, the, the front. I like the notch back over this the sloped back. It is um, a good look. Yeah, I don't know. They this doesn't surprise me to be on the list. I think it's a good. I mean, Good they one. were so cheap. Like, yeah. they hadn't yeah. gone up yet. So, exactly. like, in their prime to go up, especially with, like, where the age of the person that loved this car when they were a kid, when yep. they were, you know, 12 years old, now they have money and they can buy a car. So, and yeah, my I was well. When I was doing autocross with the Viper, it was this car, the Z06, a GT2 911, the Viper, and some other comparable cars yeah. z06 was the fastest it was yeah. fully modded yeah. don't get me wrong i had like slicks and you know yeah, i mean it's, it's the classic american formula right but it's super wide, very very capable tires. yeah super yeah. capable and it but it, it's got all the right bits right na v8 manual rear wheel drive like and the, made and of plastic so not plastic. and um <laughs> fiberglass rear springs oh uh, the uh, transverse leaf springs yeah, yeah. front rear front also Front too, right? I don't oh, know. I, I have no idea. I think there's a big oh wait, yeah, it has their la- yeah, their their. I know in the rear it has rear. the sideways. Like I think in the front like does that. too. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I like that. Are they yeah. fiberglass or carbon fiber? Oh, they might be carbon fiber on the uh, Z06. Oh, right. hmm. I don't know. Or was that an upgrade you could get? Shit, I, can't I don't even know. Thirteen six to forty nine three. Yeah, that seems right. about right. I'm thirteen yeah. six is still like the low that they've been for a while. That's got to be like a hundred thousand miles. Like probably needs a bit, but still like you know no accidents um i feel um, like dude i wonder yeah they're fun they're stupid fun it's like stu- yeah. it's just like yeah. muscle car shit right yeah exactly but that's cheap that, like it actually handles but it handles on 
I think the the asterisk there is like smooth roads. Yes. Yep. Yeah, smooth flowing roads or highway like poles. You hit stuff. little bumps in those things, and they like kind of don't know what they to like do. jiggle apart. Yeah. I think yeah. it is like a, a Mustang thing where you just need to throw money at you know yeah. making it prep. Well, you for can what do coilovers on them and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you do have overhang issues Dude. and all that shit. Mileage is not scary either, right? Mileage on those things, it's like. Not not a big yeah, deal. Go for it. The aftermarket's yeah. crazy too, and like whatever you blow, so you pop much. you pop an engine, you buy a new fucking Dude, engine. So much support. That's the thing is, there's yeah multiple catalogs of stuff you can do to these cars. Yeah. So so yeah. many. And then summits. then you get to you know all the way up if you want to like Lamar level. Well, that's race what I, I was about stuff. to say. That I think if I go C five R on it, that's where it starts to look good. Yeah. Like um, that's I think just stock. They're just. I know. There's nothing there. Yeah. Uh, but you, I think if you go race car with it, like they can look pretty good. They always lose cool. me with that rear end, dude. I just hate that. Well, there's rear nothing end. there. Where, where they like phone a, it in completely. They just phone <laughs> yeah. it in, dude. Yeah. They, like the new one, the last gen, the, like, yeah. every, every gen. All right. Last car 2008 to 2015 Audi R8. Dude, this is one I've been preaching for several years We've now. We've been talking. I like this car. This and the CLK are my, like, Black series. Oh yeah, yeah. Silk black. Yeah, so um, you know, this these prices include both engines, so the V ten and the and the V eight, and it includes manual versus automatic. In the magazine, they list they say basically avoid the automatic, which yeah. is we've talked about in the Especially past. Especially first gen automatic. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. a twenty, twenty five thousand dollar premium for the automatic. Um, and now it's like more than double that probably for the penalty uh, to have it. Now. It's kind of funny, right? Yeah. Like it's flipped where that is that becomes the premium for the manual. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, so, Artronic or whatever. Yeah, value-wise, they're saying 91.5. That's for a decent, I'm sure that's for a decent V8. So, I, dude, I saw just, I looked this up today. Because um, I was looking at these, actually, before I bought the Carrera. Yeah. Because I was, I was having a hard time finding an 8911 for anything under like 80 grand. Jesus. And uh, I was like, Oh, dude, R8. That would be rad. Like, no one has them. It's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. I wanted a V8 manual. Um, they were they were all, like, 80 to 100 or more. And then now I just saw, like, bring a trailer one sold last week for, like, 71. A V8? Oh. V8 manual. Oh. Uh, hard top. Affordable. Yeah, and it had, like, 70,000 miles or something, 60,000, but yeah. whatever. You, you know, know it's like, funny. The, the Roadsters don't bother me at all. They have no, they really look good. They look good. Good lines yeah. to them. Yeah. The cool thing about the coupe, like if you go early car, um, coupe, it had that blade, which I feel like is such a cool design aspect that is like individual to that exact car. Yep. No one else has ever done that. They've never had that blade like that. Yeah. And it's so like it's such an R eight thing, and the second gen R eight like ditched that, I know. which which is kind of annoying because that was their signature. It's what made it kind of like a special thing to uh, me. Yeah, and least. it's funny. They they actually harp on it quite a bit as a, a polarizing design feature. So it's like either you love yeah. or you hate it, and it adds to a, a real blind spot in that C pillar yeah. or B pillar. I'm sure. But uh, I like it. But it's red, and yeah. you get it in carbon. You can get any color you want. Yeah, right? the one I saw was light. This this one that just sold was light metallic, and it had a silver blade. So it was probably a pretty like not option car yeah. to have a silver blade. Right, right. But you can... I know back in the day, you could buy those from Audi, carbon ones. Crazy. So what does it look like without it? Is it just like a oh, it's weird just a panel? Sh- yeah, it's just it's, empty. it's like integrated. Basically, it has like little pop clips and stuff oh, okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. So we actually, uh, at my company I worked for, we bought something like eight sets of those in Whoa. carbon because Audi like effed up or something. 
and they priced like our 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 local dealer he called us he's like hey because we ordered we were wanted to order one he's like for some reason they're showing up at like 1300 bucks a set and what should they be and they should be like five grand yeah wow. and he's like and he's all i see like six in stock in the country in like in the country right yeah. now or, or it was like eight or something you're like we'll take and we're off. like we'll take six wow and we ordered them all we bought them all and then we were slanging them for like five grand <laughs> nice. yeah yeah and they're oem awesome. yeah <laughs> yeah Nice. That's yeah. great. And I'm sure they're a wear item because they're where they're placed on a car. Like yeah, they're they get gonna pitted, get right? Pat, yeah. Pitted, Although so you, pitted. Yeah, right you, you'd yeah. have to like like sand down the clear and re right. clear them basically. So we have had one on the rally. Um our buddy Tim. He's had, had some issues with his. Oh, like well, I was gonna get into that. Like we all know Audis of this era are like super sketch. Yeah, he You're, also has an Artronic, which is not his is a V10 he was gonna he was gonna too. swap it. He was gonna manual swap it. Is his an automatic? Do you yeah. know what his uh, is having problems with? I know it's a um, V10 car. Uh, it was some kind of weird leak, but here's the oh, funny story. Oh, it's like about leaking it. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but um, here's the crazy story, <laughs> dude. So oh, man. he has a lift in his garage, or in his, you know, he has a storage area, and something happened where the the lift failed with it up top, and so the car is stuck. And uh, he called, I don't know if it was Ben Pack or whoever makes the lift. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sorry, that's an obsolete model. We don't work on it. <laughs> so nobody's willing to work on his lift. So his car is literally stuck up in the air on his lift in his garage at home. Dude, this will be like one of those barn finds. That, Dude, you know, so, yeah. so he has to go like a forklift with He's, like bars. On the rally, and, like so him scary. and Nick were like brainstorming and like, and they were t trying to figure something out. And then Hunter went out to help him and like, they're talking about putting it on some kind of stand and like lowering it one section at a time. Yeah. Like it's like, like a some scissor lift and then wow. yeah, some crazy the, ass the fucking thing. Yeah, but something. the car's like stuck up in the air and it's been there for like a year. <laughs> like he just went to go fix Dang. some oil leaks and like that. But he was originally going to swap it. He was going to do a manual swap, wow. which Jeez. is a thing because it's kind of like the tip or the um, like what? It's like, like the SMGs. Couple, couple hours probably. Probably a couple hours, yeah. but it's like the SMGs where it's like an actual manual transmission oh, yeah. with like yeah. a robot automated player. manual. Yeah, they exactly. just they just had a lunatic on the smoking tire who did it. Uh, uh, transwap recently. 30 minutes? Oh, really? Uh, I think it's taken the man like a year and a half. The dude went to back to junior college, went back to community college <laughs> night classes so he oh, could better understand like what he's video, trying to do. Right? Yeah, it just, yeah, it just, just yeah, it's pretty nice. crazy. Well, let's assume you you can get a manual. Um, that's They talk about the, sh the gated shifter, which is cool. The shift knob has always kind of bothered me. The metal shift knob? It's clunky. It's big. It's like a shape of a cylinder. It's like a it's Coke still, can, like yeah. a small and it's Coke also can. It um, has like knurls. Yeah, it's and uh, it's it's all from a single, it's like a billet aluminum. So it's cool and high so quality. But one of the most, one of our most popular items. I was just going to say it's got to be. Was a, replacing that shift knob with, just with a, a carbon ball. We made a CGT style one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was metal bottom. And so it was like a turned um stainless like weighted so stainless weight. on the bottom and then a carbon you know how like the cgt had the the metal on the bottom yep. and the and wood. the wood on the top yeah. and then we did carbon for those yeah and then we did this with the carbon top yeah. so it was metal on that the bottom it was weighted and it was round better. like 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 a uh, mercy shift knob yeah. or, or it's a, a weird Ferrari looking thing for sure yeah it yeah, doesn't and, do it for me and the thing is with those they were like so they were aluminum with like a finish on them, and and they would get scratched the shit right, like right because it wasn't it wasn't like just yeah whatever it was this aluminum with a uh, some kind of finish like a clear on and it and they would get so scratched up. Oh, funny wearing wedding rings and having like bracelets on and watches. Yeah, especially these guys like with the guys that buy brand new supercars, and this is kind of a supercar. They wear a lot of rings and jewelry yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Got so they beads. they tend to have like weird yeah beads, beads. <laughs> all that Benoit stuff. Benoit balls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, 
All right, so that, that takes us through it. Uh, Audi R8, 91500 up to $216,000. Dude, NA, mid-engine, manual. All-wheel drive. Gated. All-wheel drive is like kind of a negative there. but, yeah. but R- um, Racing pedigree as well? No. no not Doesn't really. have some? No. Doesn't R8, what R8 has pedigree? I mean, whatever. The they newer ones do. But yeah. then uh, you're also looking at like the Audi version of a Gallardo, which is, yeah. you know, a popular car and... Um, is that your rally car choice? Is that what you're thinking right now? Oh, are we going into that? <laughs> I mean, the interior alone is like, it's very nice. Yeah, it's, you right. know, it's like very normal. So, so um, Tim has taken his on a rally like twice. Yeah. At least once. So. Yeah. And, uh, and he's said that that was the last, the, the last time he took it, he's like, dude, it's kind of boring. Like it's like, it's too, it's too comfortable. It's too, he was an Artronic. He was an Artronic. He was a V10. Yeah. But V10s are awesome too. V10s I mean, are rad. But yeah. it's just like, yeah. He wanted more, more sense of occasion. More, it's just, it's, it's kind yeah, of like he the NSX. loves this nine eight seven Boxster, but it's like an NSX yeah. conundrum, right? Where like yeah. it's yeah. like a little too nice. I was just too comfortable. It's too like it's, yeah. it's too insulated in some ways. It is. Um, it's a little safe of a choice, and uh, it's not very like super exotic looking when you see them. I mean, they do look low, low slung, and and wide, but uh, they also look very Audi-ish. But they so also aren't that exotic, really. No, they're not. Like, that's what that's I'm saying. Like, like, especially a V8, it was like comparable, yeah. and it was comparable and slower than a 997 Carrera. Right. Right? Like, right. That was what it was competing against. It, it wasn't competing against like, yeah. it's not a super, it's not competing against 911 turbos even, or GT3s or, or anything like that. It's like, it's like 911 Carrera, and, it, and like Top Gear tested it, and all these things, like the 911 beat it. Yeah, on, at everything. Yeah. But it's it's the driving dynamics, it's the sense of occasion, right? The looks, the the mid engine, all that. But it, I guess it is hands down my wife's favorite car of like the supercar. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, huh. it's it, it. My my wife loves like that aesthetic compared to the Gallardo. It's mm. like all day for her. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's it's got more sense of occasion, I think, than a nine than a standard nine eleven equivalent. But it's got less than like a Mercy. Right, where it's yeah. like I feel like it's got like, but it's not as good of a driver as a nine nine uh, as nine eleven. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Guess, yeah. That's that's something I would have to drive both. But it, I, I guess it historically, yeah. it just isn't. But mm. it it uh, I mean, yeah. But it does have that like pr- it has more presence for sure. Yeah, it has more of like that's a supercar. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, but it, you're it saying it doesn't have a lot of presence, but it. it but more so than more so than a nine eleven. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. which is actually what it was competing against. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I mean, I guess what I'm because even at, a top of the line like um, our you know a V10 model was like what 170 or something like that. Yeah. I mean, they still make them now. Maybe you can get them for like 200 or something. But uh, even that, it's like you know a 911 Turbo is that much for yeah. two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you do get into where you're like, oh, they're 170, but I can get a GT3. I know. Well, I also, so I, this is a kinda. funny one for me to think about value because it still feels so modern yeah. as like a collector car. It's a very like, I'm not going to say throwaway car because it isn't super complex, but. But it's I think just, it's it's a good place to start, right? Like if you're, I, I, yeah. I can't imagine, even if it dips a little, like long term, it makes a lot of sense, right? It's yeah. a pretty safe one because of, especially if you get a manual, right? Like yep. it, it's a cool car and, and there aren't many like it. It's aesthetically pretty unique. It actually has it nothing. I don't think there's really anything about it that will age poorly. The interiors are very simple, but good looking. No, the I agree. Exterior I is good looking. It's like, if yeah. anything, it's like servicing, it will be a pain, you know, but not any more than it was when it was new. Yeah. It's like still the same. Right. And it's fairly modern. So 
Very modern. Yeah. Yeah. I believe this gen cab was in the first Iron Man. Dude. No, second Iron Man. Second Iron Man, Tony Stark was driving driving mm, down the one and one. That sounds right. Yeah. It, yeah, it's got that look, right? The mask. Well, actually, the, it might yeah. have been in the first one too, but I remember from the second one there was a big push. I went and saw Iron Man a week before it came out as an uh, invited by Audi because uh, Audi was like very featured in it. So Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it like at monaco or something that it pops up i can't remember I it remember. was like at a racetrack or something he, he has a fight with pepper oh. and then drives home with like the model in the back of the car or something like that so like sticking out on the one there that one of the iron mans did have monaco grand prix was in it yeah and it was definitely an r8 in it too because I, yeah. I i can't remember how or what but huh. yeah um yeah those are cool um i was thinking like how crazy is the mercy a gnarly like dwa rally option yeah so gnarly. super <laughs> so wide gnar. like think of overhangs i mean you would be no, scraping. not very big the overhangs no are no they're big. bigger than they than it looks dude nah, that, that's a scrapey boy they do have pretty big front over that's here. a scrapey lip dude damn You'd be i just crushing i'm not gonna it. do uh the the bumpy road right? hey for the last <laughs> rally you can get away with it yeah right or even like i mean there's a few that have that, that like i feel like go down the coast and then hit up like yeah 58 yeah. stuff yeah yeah i yeah. mean you could get away with it but i just think for any of the b road stuff that we do you'd be kind of miserable it's super wide yeah it's got big overhangs and poor visibility like i'm picking the not, harley guys the <laughs> me too that's what i was gonna go with <laughs> I'm going with the cappuccino yeah, boy. The R8 is like definitely the safe <laughs> option. R8's and then the Z06s, you'd be miserable for the same reasons you just described. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, the R8 is the, the most engine. capable, um, like kind of timeless uh, supercar. But I feel like. So in short, I'm going R8 and Merce. I think the Merce is definitely the the one that's about that that's going to pop more. For LP640 sure. manual is going to yeah. be a very expensive car yeah. soon. But I the think. R8, I feel like. You almost want the V8 because you want that that the slow car, the momentum. Yes, right? yeah. you want to be able. And they sound rad. They dude. sound I mean, awesome. V10 sound good too. Yeah, but they sound amazing. Really and good. I think from really a service standpoint, they're very easier. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like uh, it's an opportunity to be able to use more of the car, right? Like you actually get to rev that out in yeah. all of the gears. Yeah, because they're it 400 isn't as horsepower. Fast and like, so you know, all that. Where do you guys stand on the S8 V10? Of that same oh, that generation. Era? Oh, yeah. I mean, those were uh, so fast when they were new. But they're, they're just kind of like crazy car and yeah. very complex. I like, just never thought they looked as good as the, the first gen S8. It was That's such a good either. looking yeah. thing. And then they got kind of rounded they're and blah. they look more like a Passat. They're just blah. Yeah. And they're Dude, all black. Yeah. There's like. one of those uh, near my house and it was like on the ground for a while. Like, you oh. know, because they have that air suspension. And I'm like, Dude. That's fun. I'm like, what is going on with this car? You know, like, yeah. is that like just abandoned there? And like, I'm like, for sure at some point, like, you know, this thing's going to have weeds growing through it. And like a month ago, it's like all risen up. It's like looking normal now and it has, it's registered. I'm like, what the fuck is going someone on? Just put 10 grand into it. That's yeah, someone just put 10 grand into it. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like, it, it seems like they drive it, but it sat yeah. for like at least a year, which yeah, is yeah. like, yeah, but those are very, as you said, very complex. And I don't think they're, they're kind of bland, dude. I, I mean, know. they got the right, but motor. it is this, you know, it's that they Gallardo are, yeah. V10 yeah. like sleeper sedan. Really? The, right. the old ones look so good. The first gen like, I think good luck so finding good one looking. of those, dude. Those are, dude, there's been a few manuals that popped up on BAT. Yeah. Like people do conversions on those. Dang. Those are super rad. Hey, you yeah. see that Lexus um, L, off topic, but that Lexus LS at Argus. Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks really nice. Oh, dude. look at this guy. One owner champagne mm-hmm. under 10 grand. Mm-hmm. Coach edition or what? Dude, it's like a 2004. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks really nice, though, dude. I mean, that's what I crossed off. Dude, if I was Warren, that would be my fucking... Daily? That would be my dude, baller but then I'm daily. I'm going back. I'm like going no, back but to old. Have, yeah, but you're big body, dude. You're even bigger body <laughs> than what good. you have now. You have the big old back seats. <laughs> Andrew's like... 
Oh, oh so it's the it's the 2004 with the big like triangular lights. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gotta get Andrew a, a curtain in the rear. It looks a good, VIP dude. Curtain. Junction Produce, dude. Junction Produce. It looks good, man. Fully stocked. Oh, I like SSR it. I've looked at those for or whatever on there. Time. Yeah, and I feel like they've go- everything's gone down in price. Like normal cars like that. Yeah, have gone down because there was a minute there where like those. Well, they're were- just old too. They don't have all the tech, so people are. But but I'm saying there was a minute like a year ago where that was like a twelve thousand dollar car and oh, now it's see. like yeah, yeah. under ten and yeah. it feels like a lot of I car. look at those all the time. Um, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna do one trivia question. We're gonna stop this episode and then we're gonna do questions and updates on the next episode tonight. Whoa, okay, How you feel about that? Let's do it. Double dip. All right. Trivia time. This guy's all warmed up. He's been doing trivia. On I know, boat, dude. dude. Cruise trivia. <laughs> What you got, dude? How many nautical miles? No, I don't know. Um, Audi bought Volkswagen in 1998. How much did they spend to buy the storied brand of Lamborghini? Oh, man. You said Audi bought Volkswagen. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, Audi like, meant Lamborghini. Do you remember what yeah, so, you know, so, so, Volkswagen bought the- Lamborghini. Yes. Audi bought Lamborghini. VAG. It yeah. actually wasn't Volkswagen. It was, yeah, it was Audi. Audi bought. I was like, I had all sorry, the sorry, formulas yeah, yeah. in my head. I'm like, what the fuck is going yeah, yeah, on? Audi. Beautiful mind. <laughs> Audi bought Lamborghini. Okay. Volkswagen wasn't involved. Audi bought Lamborghini. In um, 1998, by 1998, the way. 1998. Yeah. That, seemed, that seems early. I would have said like early 2000s, but. Yeah. Well, because the last Diablo did have a little sprinkle. Yeah, VT did. Yeah. It had the Quattro yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. it did. Uh, you say a little sprinkle, uh, yeah, a little sprinkle, sprinkle me. me, man. Yeah, sprinkle me. I'm gonna say, dude, I have no freaking clue. I'm gonna say 200 million. Yeah, that sounds super cheap. Um, you got Lamborghini was like, what did they make? How much? One, what were their profits? One car, dude. Right? They had gold Diablo? chains and chest hair, and they were owned by what right. Dodge before that or whatever. Oh, was it a uh, Chrysler? Was it Chrysler still the owner? Yeah. By the way, they, they, they <laughs> dude, it was probably uh, like fifty thousand. A little trivia, a side trivia is that, or information, uh, Chrysler with a Z <laughs> was going to enter Formula One mm-hmm. with Lamborghini, and they were going to be the supplier to McLaren. Uh, did you know that in the no. early nineties? Yeah, Ayrton Senna tested that engine and said it was actually way better than the Peugeot engine that they went in with, mm. but it was it didn't pan out. It was actually unreliable. Did you know Cadillacs trying to join I F1 saw that. right now? It's pretty crazy. With Andretti? I did see that. <laughs> What's happening? It's pretty wild. All right, back uh, on topic. 750. 750 mil. 750 million. You have 200, 750. I think you should go low, dude. I was going to do like 150. Just I, say a dollar. 150? Yeah, I think they got away Just from Just say a dollar, dude. Dante wins yeah. 110. Holy yep. shit. Yeah. Talk about a return on investment. Wow. I mean, they probably make that much on just like apparel. You know? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. But they made it that uh, that big, right? You're buying a brand. By the way, 1998, $110 million bought the entire brand of yeah. Lamborghini. Yeah, with everything that they own, probably <laughs> all their facilities and everything. Yeah, literally, they made the Diablo and they sold like twenty of those, dude. I know, but the brand. I mean, I know, but they yeah. hadn't. That wasn't a th- lane. He raced a Mondial. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Bugatti too. I mean, they they bought Bugatti yeah. for I don't know how Bugatti much. Bugatti was a dead brand. It was right? completely dead, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. brought it back right and yeah. to make it into this and you know, Halo 
Although, yeah, what is what are their profit? What do they do for profits now? I don't know. Whatever. Bugatti? They well, probably sell a lot of like pretty, pool pretty, tables pretty, and stuff. Pretty I well, I bet they do. Yeah. Just oh, it's like, I know it's like Ferrari a, makes more profit on their clothing and apparel than I they do it. on the that cars. Cologne, so. Ferrari yeah. Cologne. What about their roller coasters? Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, they have a theme park, huh? Theme park, dude. All right, that's podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. bye.